Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Follow your pride, there's nowhere to hide. What would you decide when it's on the line? If it's do or die, would you compromise? Or would you stand through the storm and roll with the tide? Would you be the one to fight or the one to hide? You can never touch the sky, don't try to fly. Rocky Rose, but we stayed unshakable. Been through it all and we're still unbreakable. What is up, guys? Welcome to the Reborn Podcast. My name is Ashley Horner, and I'm excited for my guest today. I have Adam, who uh, he is the founder and the CEO of a popular Instagram pro- profile called It's At Police Posts. Now, I followed Police Posts for a long time before I even knew or uh, met Adam. And um, we actually recently have started uh, talking and discussing about uh, Leo and just fitness and tactics and keeping them safe and helping them get better at their job. Uh, he is the creator of Effective Fitness Training Program, um, and he also created the podcast, the Be Effective Podcast. So what I love about Adam and what he's doing in this movement is uh, he's setting a standard. <laughs> he's stand- setting a standard for law enforcement um, to basically start training, start training the right way, and start training in a sense where they can be an asset to their partner. They can be an asset when they're out on the street, when they're working, they can be safe. They can come home to their families. And so um, it's just better preparing Leo to make sure, to make sure and to ensure that they are well set and prepared confidently to go out and to do their job better. Now, where Adam kind of comes into this and where I've been talking to um, the, the EFC uh, training program and with Adam is I'm wanting to bring his program to my job, uh, to my gym, excuse me, American sled dogs. Um, I'm not wanting to open up sled dogs to the public anymore. It will be a private gym and it's going to be a specifically used gym privately. So it's going to be specifically for Leo. Um, but we're just kind of in the beginning stages of talking about that. And I'm really excited to bring him in. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about everything that he's doing, what he's trying to incorporate into gyms uh, across the East Coast, across the U.S., and how he's really setting the standard. He's setting the standard for law enforcement to basically get off your ass and to start training. Don't be a victim, be an asset. So Adam, uh, let's bring you on to the Reborn Podcast. Adam, welcome to the Reborn Podcast. What's going on? Where are you located right now? Charleston, South Carolina. Nice. Yeah. All right. I want to talk about, first of all, why did you get in? You're a former police officer, former Leo. You recently got out and you're pursuing your passion, which is amazing because now you are helping make the lives of the current state where we're at and the Leo police community, you're wanting to help them to make them better. And you realize that in order for you to do that and to really, really help these men and women out there on the streets protecting us, you had to quit what you were doing so you could focus on this program, the, the strength training, the combatives like full time. So how long were you a police officer for? 
Yeah. So only about seven years. Okay. Uh, I, I got in very young, about 24 years old. Um, and of course I thought it was the coolest job in the world. I think it still is the best job in the world. Um, I miss it very often. I miss the, uh, I miss the clowns, not the circus by the best way to put it. Um, but yeah, uh, did patrol for about five years and then got promoted very early in my career to full-time training sergeant. And my goal there was basically to implement new training, um, in service, things like, you know, things like that. And being in that position kind of opened my eyes to what law enforcement was really lacking, particularly in my agency, right? Um, whether it was training gear, mindset, approach, resources, um, and that's kind of how this all came to be. Mm -hmm. Do you think, do you think that a lot of the pushback, like you see the older generation of officers, um, they kind of come from a different type of fitness background, work ethic. Right. And, and now we have, you know, our generation, younger people coming up and it's like all this CrossFit and this, you know, the snatches and the cleans. And I think that that just from my observation, looking at, I'm just a civilian. I've had the opportunity to, to train some Leo, to do some boot camps and some classes. And I, I know of some of the adversity there. Um, but is that just a problem across the board where you have like the older, the older generation of police officers and their training style compared to like what the, what this younger generation is, how they're training and, and where there's just kind of this, um, I don't know where it, it, there's a conflict, there's a conflict in the style of training that you guys need to be doing and, and how often you need to be doing it. Correct. Yeah. There is a, there is a gap there. And I would say that it's slowly going away with, uh, people getting promoted from, you know, kind of the younger, younger generation, kind of like what we talked about, but you know, it's a mixture of, of ego, mm -hmm. um, people just straight up being lazy. Because having to implement things takes time, takes lesson plans, takes approval, takes time. It takes work to do these things. And a lot of people don't want to do that. Because um, again, let's say you put in 15 years on the job and let's just say 15 years and you get to a position where it's kind of a cush position and you're just like, well, I'm just going to kind of coast like the, the other guy did. Well, you're not going to make change by coasting, right? You're not going to make change agency-wide uh, by just letting it ride out. So it's a mixture of that. I think that the available resources like Instagram, the stuff you put out, stuff we put out, there's a bunch of other companies out there that do some great stuff. Um, you know, I think the availability of those resources are really allowing um, cops to see what else is out there and, and, you know, showing the data and showing, you know, training methods and things like that, nutrition and, you know, people kind of picking bits and pieces of that information, kind of bringing it back to their agency is slowly changing the culture a little bit because the guys that do work, they, they all hate fat cops. Yeah. Like fat cops should not exist. You're a professional. Mm -hmm. Like it'd be like a professional pilot being like, you know what? I don't want to be that good of a pilot. Mm -hmm. Like, well, I don't want to ride with that guy. Right. Yeah. Like I want yeah. him to be the best pilot around because he's going to, you know, my life's in his hands. Yeah. Well, there's no difference in you being on a street or on a traffic stop, right? Like your partner's life's in your hands. Uh, that, person you're sworn to protect, uh, life is also in your hands. Maybe you're going through a mental crisis. Maybe they are, you know, on drugs. It doesn't mean they deserve, you know, some extraordinary use of force, right? Mm -hmm. uh, it means that they deserve a professional to respond on and whatever, you know, and whatever happens needs to be done justly, I mm -hmm. guess, and correctly. 
Where did this passion come from? Like, so let's just, you know, you're serving, you're working, you're, you know, pulling the hours and all of a sudden, because this was like kind of like a passion thing for you, right? You so, But like, what was that? What did you see? Like, do you, do you have background in fitness? Are you self-taught? Like, I know there was something that you're like, dang, like I, I'm sure it just happened organically. You just started doing stuff and you created the Instagram police posts and started giving education out to not only officers, but even for myself, what I love following about police posts is because it's so educational and it's so informative that it's like, okay, I can take that information and kind of like use it as a civilian, like what I would do in that situation if I were to come up and to be like what I can do better, you know, cause you, you really never know. But, um, that was kind of a long, a long, uh, paragraph, <laughs> but how did you, what was your, what was your passion? Like, how did this yeah. happen? So, um, you know, when I got into law enforcement, um, I, I was doing CrossFit. I played soccer, uh, basically my entire life at relatively high level. Um, I love sports. Um, and so, you know, kind of being competitive, like always knowing, Hey, you have to train in order to make the team type deal. And that kind of translated over, um, kind of, you know, it was like, look, I know I'm not that great of a shooter or I know I'm not that great at defensive tactics. I know where I lack learning to self-assess was really difficult, uh, for me, probably my first year and a half, because I didn't know anything. I thought I knew stuff. And then about two years in, you're like, wow, I actually knew nothing uh, uh, when I graduated the academy. Like you, I mean, there's things that they taught me that are that are now, you know, kind of considered subpar or even wrong, um, which is very scary. Um, Cause then, you know, if you don't seek outside training, that that level of training is going to be your foundation, which is kind of very scary, right? So seeing, uh, seeing people kind of come through that and knowing that there are better options out there that are way more effective, not only like on the street, but also time effective. Just like, you know, you don't bench press every day. So I don't expect you to go out there and read case law every single day. Right. But there's a way that you can learn certain concepts, skills, um, you know, periodically. Right. Uh, the passion really came from just seeing poor sloppy work. Um, and then when I got put into a position of uh, training, I kind of got that 30,000 foot view looking down and saying, wow, there's a lot of commotion down there. They're really missing uh, a few things, right? And obviously physical fitness is a major factor. Because One of our kind of mottos is fitness is the foundation for survival, right? Because, you know, you're... It all starts there. So it all starts with the foundation. You can't build a skyscraper on a 10 by 10 slab. It's just not going to work. You're going to get to a certain level and it's going to crumble, right? So, you know, um, the best way to put it was just, I, I just saw a need for something and I spent about a year and a half kind of collecting data from all over, whether it's the FBI, UCR, the DOJ, uh, other agencies uh, that are really good at collecting information and then really developing uh, a program for my own agency. Um, saying, hey, look, this this could work. It's pretty cost-effective. And if we implement this, it could really change the agency for the better. We could possibly reduce workers' comp claims, reduce injury, um, You know, could possibly save a guy from a lawsuit because he's you know too tired to fight or doesn't know how to fight because mm-hmm. he's out of shape, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so just kind of that passion uh, and really the people I surround myself with kind of help fuel that fire. Um, I don't surround myself, I don't surround myself with uh, just average people. Yeah. Um, Set the bar. I, yeah. People that I want to be around. Um, 
hold themselves to a higher standard can self-assess and be like, well, you know, I haven't worked out in a week. I'm being a fat piece of shit. I need to get my ass in the gym. Those are the people I want to be around, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, not not necessarily perfectionists, but just people who are always striving to be that 1% better. Right. And they take ownership over that, right? It's like, every, oh, yeah. you know, everybody has bad days, whatever, bad weeks, but it's like taking ownership of it and then being active, like being proactive and being like, all right, like I realize that I could do better. We can all do better. I could do better. You could do better. That's the thing. It's like, I'm the same way too. I, I have to be around people who are constantly at the next level because that's how, that's how I want to strive. Like I want to, I want to be around the workhorses. I want to be around the people who are just blazing the trail. And I mean, it's important right. to have people, to have people like that in your workforce. So let's, let's talk about effective fitness training. Um, when, so is this the program that you basically developed for, um, for where you were and then you, you're just like using it or let's talk yeah, about that. So funny story. Um, so basically I, uh, I was tasked, um, by my captain to come up with, um, a fitness, just something fitness related for the agency. Uh -huh. That was basically very vague, right? Because obviously he he was not an expert, a phenomenal captain, uh, one of the best people I ever met in my life, um, a phenomenal cop. I talk about him often. Um, he was like, "Hey, like you're the fitness guy. Basically, you're not you're not fat. You look strong. You know something about fitness." Yeah. Um, and I was like, "Well, hey, you know, I don't have any fitness certifications. Never went to school for this. I did, I did cross it very heavily." Uh, before it was popular. Um, and then I kind of realized how, uh, how unnecessary it was, uh, at least the mentality, uh, where I was training at, um, for me, it was just way too much volume. Um, and so I was like, well, cops don't need to be doing snatches. Cops don't need to be doing, you know, deadlifts for time. They don't need to be doing muscle ups or any of these crazy high risk movements with very, with very little reward as it pertains to what is the goal. Right. Um, and so that wasn't a shit on CrossFit. If you do CrossFit, great. You keep doing your shit, whatever. Um, just not for just not for me. Um, I don't see it being the most optimal way to train uh, for this profession. So, with that being said, um, I reached out. I started. Uh, I reached out to a buddy of mine, and uh, he's a physical therapist. His name is Eve, and he's uh, also one of my best friends. I've known him for almost a decade now, and um, very successful entrepreneur, PT guy. Um, Anyways, I started diving into the data. I was like, man, there's a lot of workers' comp claims. Here's, here's the percentages of cops getting injured with their upper extremity, lower extremity. Here's how they're getting injured. Here's the kind of workouts they should be doing to you know, increase you know, load capacity, endurance, and all these things. And I basically just started diving into data for about a year and a half. And then I uh, wrote a proposal. I presented it to my agency. said, hey, this is what I think could work. And they obviously uh, kind of turned a blind eye to it, kind of put it on the back burner, which kind of pissed me off because I did it for, I really dove deep into it for a year and a half. Um, ended up taking all of this work and basically making a business plan. Mm -hmm. uh, um, and then I ended up going to my buddy Eve and going, Hey man, I had this crazy idea. Uh, you know, I, I was running police posts at the time um, too. So I kind of had an audience already built up and I was like, Hey man, I got this idea. And he looked at me and he goes, dude, this is, he goes, there's nobody doing this right now. I said, no, I, I don't, I mean, yeah, there's guys doing like, you know, soft stuff and military stuff, but for the law enforcement side, yeah, there's probably some, some other guys out there, but none that I really know of. And so uh, we decided to kind of dive, dive in. Um, and at first I was like, man, this is a lot of work. I don't know how to do landing pages and funnels and all these crazy business things. Uh, and then now, um, you know, kind of fast forward, uh, um, 
me not having fitness certifications, um, I know that. Like I, I know where I stand in the world of uh, of knowledge and experience. So I, one of my best friends is a physical therapist, very successful, owns a physical therapy clinic. Now he basically teaches other physical therapists. Him and then um, basically we just kind of started it, and now we have uh, two, uh, three physical therapists now, a head strength and conditioning coach, uh, five or actually no seven active law enforcement officers on the team that help manage the page. They all have TSAC certifications, strength and conditioning certifications. Um, everybody basically in the company has a f- fitness background and certifications and knowledge, except for me. <laughs> I'm the only one that does not, Yeah. Um, which is actually funny, but it's a team effort. Right. You know, right. I, I, yeah, I don't expect my job is something different than their job. Uh-huh. And they're way better at it than I am. Yeah. Um, that's, that's again, Surround yourself with people who are better than you. Yeah. You'll succeed. Yeah. What is your goal with uh, EFT? And then I want to talk about um, your combatives portion of it as well, because um, like, so what is, like, what is your goal? Are you wanting to get like, like every, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So year to date, uh, we've had uh, over 20,000 law enforcement officers on the program uh, in about three years. Um, we donated a million dollars in training last year to agencies. Uh, we gave them, we do have an agency health and wellness program that basically encompasses, uh, programming, nutrition. They get their own, uh, coach to help with modifying movements, nutrition questions, scheduling questions, uh, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, and that was all for free. So we donated it to, I believe so far up to 14 agencies, uh, all around the country. Seattle police department was a big one. Boulder police department. Um, Again, Florida, New Jersey, Texas Game and Fish, uh, and kind of the list goes on from there. So, really, our goal is is to just be a good resource. We give we give a lot of stuff away for free. Mm-hmm. Like we give all kinds of we write blogs once a week. Like like our guys write blogs, not just me, our team, our PTs, our active cops, um, you know, SWAT guys, medics. Like we're all the information we give, free workouts, rehab programs. Uh, and we try to make it very affordable. Like I was a police officer. I know what it costs to uh, to live on a... I'm, I was a cop in the South. I yeah. started out at like 29000 a year, um, which is nothing, right? In Charleston, South Carolina, which is relatively um, high cost of living um, area. It's not California, but it's, it's up there. And uh, it made it very difficult. So I know what it's like to uh, value your time and your money. So we made sure you guys are getting a lot of value, but the goal really is just to keep on with our mission and keep, keep pushing individuals to say, Hey, look, like we've done all the work for you on the back and we will continue to do the research and dive into the programming, and continue to elevate you. Your job is just to put in the work. I, That's I've, ne- it. I've never understood how come, you know, you guys have to test through one time, right? You have to take, you got to go through, it's not boot camp. What is it? Police Academy? The police yeah, Academy. Boot yeah, camp. Yeah. But how, how come there's, there's not, um, there's not like a yearly, like you got to make this, um, you got to be, able, you know, similar to a PRT in the military. Right. So the reason is, and I say this phrase and I use it often, the biggest threat to law enforcement is law enforcement itself. Mm-hmm. And that is the truth. This job will totally fuck you up if you let it a hundred percent. The reason why that, that is, and there are some agencies that do have a requirement, um, very few. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's some agencies that do offer incentives, uh, for officers to work out. They give them a gym, they give them a paid hour on duty to work out. Um, they even sometimes will reimburse them for, if they want to go to like a CrossFit 
they'll reimburse them up to a certain amount. But the reason why they don't have that standard is because of lawsuits is because uh, officer Joe Blow doesn't want to do the work because he, he knows he can't pass the PT test. And if he doesn't pass it, well, then he can't get paid and he can't get paid. He can't feed his family. So he sues uh, the, the agency or the city and ends up winning. And so then they implement a policy saying, okay, well, it's optional now. That, that that makes a whole that makes a whole lot of sense. I I mean it just I I have never understood that. Like they they need to be held accountable because here's the problem, Adam. And, and I I'm I've never been an officer, but like like you said in the beginning, like whenever these fat cops, the fat they become a liability. They become a liability to civilians. They become a liability to their partner, to their canine. Like there should be absolutely zero excuse for it. And if, and if, if the military is able to implement where, you know, personnel who works at a desk all the time, who doesn't even have that face-to-face interaction that can get aggressive and they still have to pass a PRT. I just, that's the one thing that I, I, I have a hard time really understanding. And, and it shouldn't even be an option. Like you sign up for the job, this is the job and you need to level up and you need to be responsible. If you don't want to stay in shape and be an asset, then you need to sit down and go work a desk for a while. That's 100%. it. 100%. Uh, it's again, it, it's a super simple concept. And plus law enforcement aside, you should want to be active, yeah. right? The science and research tells us that we should be lifting weights, that we should be drinking a lot of water. We should be having a high protein, you know, moderately high fat diet, mm-hmm. right? Like we should be, that's what we should be doing. It we should be getting out of the sun. Lazy. We should be getting yeah. sleep. Yeah. Like these are the things where the profession really makes it difficult to do, right? Mm-hmm. And we do our best to try to combat that. The profession is necessary and essential. It's not going anywhere, mm-hmm. right? But we have to be able to optimize how we look at the profession. Like, who the fuck came up with 12 hour shifts? That right. is the stupidest shit I've ever heard in my life. Like, like, you know, the human brain after eight hours starts to just deteriorate. Mm-hmm. And so now you're asking them at the end of that 12 hour shift to be absolutely perfect in yeah. the use of force, hundred percent perfect yeah. split second decisions, be absolutely perfect. Work 12 hour shifts uh, or even work doubles. Right. And then but be perfect. So it's, yes, it's on the officer to take care of themselves. It's also on the institution of law enforcement to, be able to realize there are issues that can be changed that aren't aren't it just by changing the twelve hour shifts you would see a change in morale you would see you would see better you would see a better police officer right like of course pay them more give them the opportunity to work yeah. out give them the resources yeah we're not even um, talking yeah, about pay because the pay is absolute shit it's pretty bad um, there are some places that are actually pretty good I got I have buddies that are that are making well over hundred k a year in a pretty good area where where they're doing pretty good with the cost of living um, I got guys. In California, they're like, yeah, man, I live in a 1,400 square foot house and my house is like valued at like $1.2 million and I, it's not even that nice of a house, you know? And, yeah. But again, that's, that, 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 that's a whole different conversation. Um, but it is, that can be a frustrating conversation. This episode of Reborn is brought to you by BetterHelp, a really cool and convenient platform for online professional therapy. Look, guys, I don't know about I don't know about you guys, but I know in the past I have gotten so stuck just focusing on a problem um, instead of the solution. Right when we're hit with life's obstacles, and I mean, there's been a lot of changes that have happened over the last two years. Right, like. That's just facts. And I have had to do a lot of 
quote unquote problem solving, um, not only just like in my personal life of things changing with kids' schools, the stress of that, are they in, are they out, do we switch schools, public, private, um, but also changing the business, like how business operates and, and the challenges of, of the problems that come up. Look, I know that it, it can be tough to train your brain to stay in the problem-solving mode when you're faced with a challenge in life. But when you learn to learn how to find your own solutions to not just get stuck in like, I'm just solving like a problem, the same problem, it's because you're not changing the solution. You have to, you have to find your own solution to be able to solve that. There's really no better feeling. And with BetterHelp, a therapist is actually available. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. To help you to become a better problem solver, making it easier for you to accomplish your goals, no matter how big or how small. And look, guys, I, I want everybody to know here that um, if if you need to unload stress, if you, if you need healing, um, if 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 this can help with anxiety or depression, talk to somebody. Talk to somebody. And these programs like BetterHelp is an online platform that is so convenient for you. Um, if you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, it's affordable, and it's all online. You can get matched with a therapist after filling out just a brief survey. Survey, And if you don't like the therapist that they matched you with, you can switch at any time. Um, so if you guys want to be better problem solvers and, and really start finding solutions, therapy can help you get there. Visit betterhelp.com slash reborn today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash reborn. All right, back to the show. I want to talk, I want to talk about a little, a pivot a little bit because where I started connecting with you is I am wanting to start implementing, um, the effective fitness training or the combatives that you have developed your program. I'm actually wanting to open up my gym, American sled dogs in Norfolk specifically to Leo. Um, I, I've decided it's not going to be open to the public. I don't want to deal with that. I want to either donate, basically donate the gym or run a program, but somehow, have it funneled to where it's, it's a gym specifically to help, to help, um, officers like in the area. Yeah. 
So That's great. How like if, if if people are listening to this, and, and we can talk about a little bit about our conversation and, and what we had and some of the, the criteria and things that you were um, telling me about and how it can really benefit, um, you know, the the agencies and the precincts here. Um, if someone's listening to this and they own a gym or they're wanting to have a gym, but wanting it to be like training specific for something and they're like, Oh, you know, and they have a heart and a passion for Leo. Can you talk about that and how they can yeah. even get the effective fitness training into their sure. gym? Cause it's really important guys. And this is needed across the U S so yes, listen. So, uh, just a quick background on the EFC side. So the effective fitness combatives is, uh, you know, it was founded by, by the same people that, Founded Effective Fit Training, but with Jay Wadsworth as well. Jay Wadsworth is the director of combatives. He's a co-founder um, of EFC, and he is he's an absolute unicorn in the profession. Um, and this and and in this particular space, as it pertains to hands-on training for law enforcement, um, yes, it is uh, jujitsu and wrestling based with the integration of weapons and policies, right? So that's kind of the super brief version of kind of what it is. Yes, we do include striking, but we know that striking has a time and a place. Um, and then with that being said, you know, as soon as we launched this, it took off. Um, we've already been Grand Rapids PD, Holland PD. We've already been in, I would say probably 15 agencies so far. Um, we're, we just signed um, a contract with the Michigan state police. So we're going to be doing their defensive tactics. Uh, same thing with uh, Fort Worth Police Department just signed, I think, yesterday, as a matter of fact. So we'll be there as well. Um, but we are going to start launching uh, somewhat of like an affiliate program um, where it's going to be available for jiu-jitsu schools, right, um, or gyms. And really, the curriculum is, is something that we teach. So we would have a representative from that school come to one of our instructor courses. It's a 40-hour it's a course, four days, 10 hours each day. We basically go through everything from skill building all the way to officer apprehension and multiple officer apprehension and weapons-based entanglements, takedowns, all that kind of good stuff, handcuffing techniques. And with that, our goal is to allow officers to have a resource they can continually train. It's just like if you bench press one time, you're probably not going to be that great at bench pressing if you just bench press once and expect to be the best. Um, the thing about the combatives is it's a deteriorating uh, skill. Right, it needs to be it needs to be built on that foundation. And if the and really the hardest part is cops only get you know usually DT training twice a year. That's not enough. They need to be training at least twice a week, right? And so what we're doing is we have a certified EFC instructor in that school or in that in that facility, um, and this instructor needs to be at least a purple belt or higher. Um, you know, with kind of that skill level, um, you know, purple, brown, or black belt in, in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu or have a very heavy wrestling experience. Um, and that's just really going to allow for them to retain the information better because that learning curve is just going to be a lot shorter um, for them. Because again, a lot of our techniques, concepts, and principles are based off of Jiu-Jitsu and wrestling. Um, and again, they'll be able to open their gym up for law enforcement officers to come train. If they have questions about particular things, um, the curriculum will be usually post-certified in their state. We're already post-certified in multiple states, but we're in the process of getting certified in all 50 so that whenever you go, the the curriculum that'll be taught will be in line with, and we always, we always lead with the, Hey, um, you know, always follow your general orders, your policy, your use of force policy, because it does differ from agency to agency. Right. But overall our curriculum is pretty, 
widely accepted, except in places like the NYPD, where they can't, you know, use uh, they have the they have the diaphragm law now, where they can't put any pressure on the torso or on the back, which makes it very difficult to restrain someone. So, uh, kind of to kind of bring it all back here, the affiliate program will probably be launching the next quarter. Um, we're going to be making it open available for gyms, extremely affordable. We're also going to allow the instructor to have. Con- continuing education. So they're going to have access to our app. We're going to have an app that we're building out. It's going to have all of our curriculum there. So if they have a they have a specific question about a specific technique or area they want to learn in, they can always go back to reference that. And Jay is the instructor on all of the programs. So you're getting obviously top tier. Uh, we have a total of 15 instructors that do work for EFC currently. Uh, I would probably say upwards of 98% of them are Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belts, uh, multiple degrees. Every single one of our instructors has law enforcement experience. A lot of them are active still. Jay is Jay is still active. Uh, Rob Hugis is a fifth degree black belt. So he's been a black belt for 15 years. Uh, he's got almost 27 years of law enforcement experience. Um, incredible amount of value there with just those two guys. But we have 13 others uh, with just as much experience. Um, so again, we this is something we we know is necessary and our approach to it is a little bit different than what's out there right now. That's kind of what sets us apart from um, other big, kind of other big brands. Not to say that they're not good. Right. Uh, there are a lot of other great individuals out there in that space as well. Yeah. Yeah. That, that That's awesome. What is your, what is your goal with, with all of this? What is your goal with, you know, effective combatives and, and the, yeah. the other training? What, what are you hoping to accomplish with all of this? Change the standard, change the culture. That's it. That's, there is nothing I would rather. That's our mission. Yeah. That is, that is, we are, a, we are, we have been from day one, a mission driven company. Mm. Um, and that's what has led to our success. That is what's led to um, people who people who pay for our services. That's what's allowed them to say, "Hey, this this shit works." Like this, this works because I want you to invest. I know how precious time and money is. Mm-hmm. More importantly, time. And I want you to understand that we we value your time. So when you spend time with us, you're getting the best bang for your buck, and it's going to be effective and street ready. Almost, almost immediately, and that's what's kind of great. Now, I mean, obviously on the fitness side, that takes time to you know obviously drop weight stuff. But with the combative side, that's a that's a that's a switch. Mm-hmm. That's a switch. You can start. You can change a culture today and continually train to a higher standard from now on. Right with a phenomenal foundation. If there's a police officer who's listening to this and they're like, they're taking ownership and they're like, all right, I have let myself go. COVID was a shit show. Like I. <laughs> You know, what, what, can you give them some advice on what are the first steps, whether that's like, I mean, you can, are, is, what do you offer on effective fitness training that they can start immediately? Like, do you have good resources for them or just like some yeah. simple first steps to be like, to kind of get their act together and, and to start taking care of themselves? Sure. I'm a huge advocate of the crawl, walk, run method. Yeah. Um, I don't expect people to to, to again, go cold Turkey and say, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Cause this profession makes it very difficult to go cold Turkey on absolutely anything. It makes it difficult. I don't have time. I'm scared to get injured. I'm scared. Excuse me, like assholes. Everybody's got one, right? <laughs> um, some are better than others, but however, I, um, my best advice would to be write down what you want or where you see yourself in six months. And then make another list of a year, 
and then two years and then three years and then all up to five years, right? It could be, it could be small goals, right? It could be like stop drinking soda, right? Like uh, have protein with every meal, right? Just super small things, drink more water. Um, and those things are huge. Prioritize sleep, right? Um, those, those things are so undervalued. Um, and then make it, a, make it a priority. You have to understand that uh, I hate when I see situations that could have been easily handled uh, with, with two hours of training a week. Yeah. Just knowing proper very, very frustrating. And yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it's the thing too, is once you're there, you maintain, it's just like, you know, actually you're in incredible shape. You're, you're an absolute workhorse, your level of fitness. You've been practicing those skills for years. If you were to work out twice a week or three times a week, strength training, you know, you have the right programming three times a week, you're not going to lose much. You may even gain, right? Because your body's recovering better. Like, you know, once you start getting in those kind of routines of like working out is like eating breakfast, just like Arnold said, or, you know, it's just like, you know, there, there are these things that you just have to do, right? Like you have, I have to train jujitsu, right? I study jujitsu 20 minutes every day. I wake up in the morning, brush my teeth. I, I dive into heavy work. I go straight after about, after about an hour, I go straight to my computer and I, I put on an instructional for 20 minutes and I take notes for 20 minutes. That's all I do. 20 minutes of instructional day, span my brain. It's something I love to do. It's not work, right? Like, mm-hmm. and then same thing with fitness. You don't need to be in the gym for two hours. Go spend, go, go spend 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we know this. That's why our approach to fitness is the minimal effective dose. What's the little, what's the littlest amount of work you can do to, to see progress, mm-hmm. right? That's that's the goal, right? If I could take a pill and just be completely jacked uh, every day and grow in strength, great, right? Not I'm not advocating people to take pills to get strong, but I'm saying like, you know, in that in that realm, same thing with same thing with combatives. Just there is there is people out there that have already done the work, and your job is to learn from those people. I'm not saying it's the way; it is a way, but it's it's a way that can be successful. Like, especially take that and take it from the business world. Like there's people that are doing what we're doing now and have, you know, are extremely successful. Well, I'm going to, I want to learn from them. I want to learn from guys who are better at jujitsu, who are better at fitness, who have a different approach. Um, and again, like what we offer, very simple. Um, you know, we, we try to keep it again. We have five days a week programming. We don't even suggest you do it, especially if you're training jujitsu. If you're, Lifting five days a week and you're training jujitsu multiple times a week, you're going to get burned out. It's a yeah. lot of volume, yeah. right? Lift three days a week, train jujitsu twice a week, have active rest days, get some sunlight, recover, eat protein. Nutrition is everything. Sleep is, you want to limit injury, prioritize sleep, right? Yeah. Like the science has shown that and I need to work on that as well. But, you know, I do um, <laughs> yeah, I think, I think everybody needs to prioritize sleep. Um, but yeah, you know, we offer physical therapy assistance. We have rehab programs for the shoulders, knees, and lower back written by our physical therapists because those are the three areas that are commonly injured within law enforcement. So we so need to keep where, those where joints. Do, where do people find this information? On your website? Yeah, um, so they can find it on the website. Uh, you can go to the Instagram. Uh, we have a, we give away, again, a, a lot of information. So it's effective.fitnesstraining is the fitness. And then the combatives is EF combatives. Um, we have websites. We have courses available. Um, again, we give a lot of free information away, guys, free push-up, pull-up programs, all kinds of stuff. Um, just put in the work. Yeah. 
So someone who's listening to this and they want to get this program, this affiliate program that you're going to be launching in the next quarter. So they want to hear more about it or, or talk to you or a representative. Well, what is the best way to get in contact with you and for them to be like, Hey, like I want to help Leo too. I want to have this program. Like, what do I need? How can they contact you for that? Sure. So we have our website. Um, it's efcombatives.com. And then, or you can email Jay, which is J-A-Y at efcombatives.com. Um, and Jay responds to all of his emails. He's a busy man. So, you know, give him about 48 hours to respond. Um, but again, we have a website. You can you can kind of fill it out. We are in the process of working on um, almost like an affiliate map mm. where um, let's say, let's say I'm vacationing in Virginia Beach and I want to go, you know, train some jujitsu or whatever. And I can click and go, oh shit, they have an EFC affiliated gym here. I can go there and train for free mm -hmm. and learn, you know, X, right? So we're going to be able to do that as well. So we're really excited. That's awesome. To yeah, that, that. that was going to be my next question is uh, these officers, if, if they're wanting to go to a facility that has this information, that has the the qualified and, and um, the coaches and, and the teachers, how do they, how do they figure out where these gyms are? Is it going to be, is that only through the affiliate, but don't you, didn't you say you had, um, you have this training up in up North as well, or is that just in? Yeah. So we have trains all over. Okay. Uh, yeah. So we offer courses, um, and it's not just for law enforcement. Let me be very clear. We also do offer, uh, you know, classes that are open to the public, as long as the host, um, host or the host agency allows it, we're good with it. Um, you know, we also do security, uh, private contractors, EP work, stuff like that. Um, you know, again, we believe that, that people should, should know how to defend themselves. Um, not just cops. And that's uh, something we take very seriously. We are, we're also proud Americans here. So we are very pro second amendment, very pro, you know, good America. Um, so again, guys, you know, if you're not a cop and you are interested in taking a course, uh, the weapons-based entanglements course for concealed carry uh, is a big thing. We just posted a video of that on a, on a police post recently. A guy just pulled out a gun at the wrong time, ended up getting taken from him. And he's, even though he may have been in the right, he's lucky the aggressor didn't use his own gun against him. Yeah. So yeah. if you guys aren't training these types of things consistently, um, make sure you do. It's very, very important. And and I say this, I've, I say this all the time, but I always want to be an asset. I want to be as, an asset to my family. I want to know that in the worst possible situations that I'm physically strong enough, that I'm mentally capable to act and to react, to move my family solely. If, if you know, if my man's not around, if my husband's not around, to be able to move my family independently to safety and to know, and 100%. to know what to do. And that's, and that just shouldn't be a female. It. it should be like ev literally everybody. And if you haven't thought about that, a natural disaster, I mean, you could literally any situation, if you guys are not prepared for this, if you haven't even talked to the scenarios, like with your loved ones, you know, with your husband, with your wife, like do that and start training, yeah. get on the mats, be aware and just be an asset. Don't be a liability. Yeah, there's so many things that are happening. I mean, there was a, I just, I think I read an article, a mom and child were kidnapped in a Target parking lot. They took both of them. Wow. The, the mom and the child. So, you know, I have two kids, right? Um, when I'm working out, when I'm, you know, when I'm training jujitsu, you use that thing about jujitsu, but when I'm working out, like that 150 pound sandbag, that back squat, that deadlift isn't, isn't weight to me. Yeah. 
right? Because you're using it's it like, as a real life situation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, it's just like, it's just like, you know, when you get that, you know, when you're two to three reps right there before failure mm-hmm. and you're like, can I get one more? And you just think, I think about my boys, right? And I'm like, oh, this shit's lies fuck. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like, like this, this shit's lies fuck. This is, this is nothing. I got fucking three more in me, you know? And then, you know, I take that and man, it's, it, it's incredible motivation. Kids do wonders. Again, you know, it doesn't have to just be kids. It could be your partner. Right. Cause again, the, there have been, uh, there was a guy, I can't remember his name, but he, uh, he's a absolute, absolute unit when it, when it comes to picking up heavy shit. And he, uh, he has, a something written on his garage. that says, um, this weight isn't weight. It's my brother. Mm. Right. And when he, he goes, dude, this, I, I look at that every time when I don't want to work out. Cause like, he goes like, I have to walk by my gym cause it's in his house. He's like, yeah. I have to walk by my gym all the time. So when I see it, I'm like, because again, if, if, if you fail because of you, you have to live with it. Yeah. Right. If you fail life. because you lack something, yeah. that's on you. That's on nobody else but yourself. Right. And so when you're training fitness, when you're training jujitsu, take that shit seriously. You don't have to do it every single day. Just be consistent with it. Again, nobody's asking you to be Mr. Olympia or even a black belt in jujitsu, be competent and be a professional. You are, you are a paid professional. Act like it. Yeah. Take ownership. Love it. Absolute. Just such an honor having you on the podcast today, Adam. Um, I'm excited and I'm excited to, um, I think I'm going to come up and see you soon at a class. Is that open to the public? It is. What can you, can you plug Uh, that? Yeah, the, the it's in Connecticut, Connecticut, I think. No, Stafford, Stafford, Virginia. Oh yeah, Stafford. So we have a couple. Uh, we have a couple courses going on right now. Okay. Again, all of the courses are um, available on the website, um, ef efcombatives.com. Um, yeah, I think the Stafford class is actually almost full. But obviously, you know, actually, I put your name on the list, so when you go up there, um, you should be good to go. Oh, are you not um, going to be there? Uh, I'm gonna try to. Good, I good because I want to pummel have, your ass. Hell yeah! I'm just. Kidding. We have. Uh, I better be Brighton, Michigan. Say. We have Brighton, Michigan, Fort Myers, Florida, Hamilton, Texas, uh, Queens, New York, Stafford, Virginia. So that's so that's ten eight twenty two and ten nine. So that one's coming up very soon, guys. Um, twenty two days away. So uh, we have let's see one in California. That's with Calfia. So the California Force Instructors Association is. Hosting that one at the Orange County Sheriff's Academy. We have Whitehall, West Virginia, two-day class. And then we have the Michigan State Police, which is a closed course. Some of our courses are closed where the agency just kind of blocks it off just for them. Um, a lot of the bigger agencies will do that. But again, a lot of our courses are open to the public um, unless otherwise stated by the by the host. Mm-hmm. Um, again, oh, if you guys are security, we do usually do somewhat of a background check. We obviously don't want to be training the wrong people. Yeah. Um, so it's good. Good thing to think about. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. Well, uh, hopefully I'll see you in October. Yeah, for if sure. you Come out. Um, but if not, Absolutely. I'm really looking forward to how I can be an asset to you and help train up the Leo to, well, to I think, hit uh, a completely so, different standard. So your gym's in Virginia beach, correct? Yeah. Well, Norfolk, but yeah. Norfolk. Okay. Yeah. 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 Norfolk, so we'll have Virginia to get, beach. uh, we could definitely host a course there for yeah, sure. No, we'll I get want a, to. Yeah, we'll host multiple courses there. I got some family in Virginia, so not too far from you. We'll hang out. Sounds good, dude. All right, man. Well, thank you so much for all the information. Um, If you you. guys are listening to this, just 
just keep raising the bar and make one change, create the discipline and just do it. All right, Adam, I will catch you next time. Thank you, man. Bye. All righty. Thank you guys so much to listening to the Reborn podcast. Um, make sure you leave a review. Give me some feedback. If there's a guest or if you have any questions, you can always DM me at the on Instagram at Reborn pod. Um, always an awesome time getting to know these guests. And man, I always feel so enriched and encouraged and motivated every time I have an awesome episode like I just had with Adam. So you guys have a great week and I will catch you guys next week. Thanks again for joining me on the Reborn Podcast with Ironclad. Bye. Swallow your pride. There's nowhere to hide. What would you decide when it's on the line? just do or die? Would you compromise or would you stand through the storm and roll with the tide? Would you be the one to fight or the one to hide? You can never touch the sky, don't try to fly. Rocky roads, but we stayed unshakable. Been through it all and we're still unbreakable.